Good morning or good evening, everyone. This is the I don't even know what number episode of the Personal Growth Project for the week of March 25th, 2022. This is going to be another fire episode because I am again in my element. I've had just such an incredible week and I'm really looking forward to this weekend. This episode is about spring cleaning. I believe that spring cleaning should be mandatory. Like you've just got to refresh everything at least once a year. And I don't think that spring cleaning just applies to physically cleaning out all the dirt and junk in your room. I think it also applies to all other areas of your life. And if you don't regularly do it, you're going to be carrying around a bunch of emotional baggage and things that are holding you back from being happy in life. So in this episode, I'm going to go over how you can really deep clean all areas of your life and the benefits that you'll receive from doing so. So, of course, spring cleaning first means physically cleaning your living space. And I would say that this is a very important thing, not just for the spring, but for pretty much every single day of your life. I mean, honestly, when you have a clean living space, I feel like it's so much easier to make good decisions and feel happier. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll like clean my room and then a few months later it will be a mess and I'll just be looking around like, wow, my life seems to have deteriorated over the past few months and coincidentally my room has also gotten messier over the past three months. I really think that when we're just in a state of chaos all the time in our environment looks like a mess, it kind of makes us feel that we are just, you know, messy and gross people, which of course doesn't, I guess, compel you to make good decisions because, well, if you're such a messy and gross person and your room is such a mess, why would you make good decisions, you know? So I've actually really gotten into the habit of cleaning my room every week. I used to like really deep clean it once every few months when it got to the point where it was so messy that I was just like, okay, this is awful. I cannot live like this anymore. But it's a lot easier to not let it get to that point and to just routinely clean it. So actually every Saturday morning, I will just like go into my bathroom. I will scrub everything off. I will fold all my laundry. I will do all my laundry I'll go through my clothes and goodwill anything that I don't need anymore. I'll clean my fish tank. I'll vacuum and mop my room. Just doing that every week keeps things from getting gross. And it makes you feel really good about yourself because it's like you're starting your weekend off on a productive note. And you'd be surprised how far that would take you. Because a lot of the time my weekends go to waste if I don't start my weekend off doing something productive. In life, it is so important how you start things off. I mean, first impressions are super important for that reason. The tone with which you start something often determines how the rest of the experience will go. And that's something that you should apply to every aspect of your life. When you're first meeting someone, if you act really insecure, 
they're always going to think of you as insecure. It's really hard to change the way that someone views you after you've made a really poor first impression. So, like, even if it makes you uncomfortable when you're first meeting people, you really gotta just be completely confident. I guess just exude the idea that you are a confident person, you're proud of who you are, and what you're doing is important, even if you don't think it is. Because if you want that person to treat you with respect and treat you like you matter, it's very important to start it off acting like that kind of person. But I digress. So when it comes to cleaning your room, it can actually really help because especially my habit of goodwilling clothes every week, it really clears out space in my closet. And I've actually gotten really into minimalism over the past two years, I guess. And minimalism just feels really good. I think that we carry around a lot of unnecessary clutter and we hold on to a lot of items that we don't really need just because of emotional significance. But those items actually end up doing us more harm than good when we hold on to them and when we don't get rid of them. Because, you know, like that shirt that you keep telling yourself you're eventually going to wear that's been sitting in your closet for the past two years, you're never going to wear it. And as long as it's on that hanger, that means that another cooler shirt that you actually like won't have anywhere to be hung up if you get what I mean. And that's why spring cleaning is so important, because if you don't get rid of the things in your life that you don't really like or that aren't serving you anymore, your life will never change for the better. Like, you can't get better results when you don't let go of all the stuff that you don't need anymore. It'll never be replaced by anything better. And I don't know about you, but I want to make my life better every second I can. Like, if I can be happier, sign me up for it. I'm definitely not going to hold on to a bunch of old junk that I don't need and prevent myself from reaching the next level of happiness. So now I'm going to go over how you can know when it's time to let go of stuff that you may have in your living space. As I said, I really enjoy goodwilling once a week. I just go through my closet and I look to see if there's anything that I don't wear I try to be really intentional with the pieces that I keep in my closet because if I don't wear something for like more than five months, I'm just going to assume I don't need it because if I'm not wearing it, when will I wear it? I think that with most clothes that we have, we have some favorites that we wear repeatedly and then some that we just really either don't have the guts to wear, don't know how to style or just think look really bad. And all of those you need to just get rid of. And I would also like to add gifts also fit in this category. You don't just have to clean out your clothes. Like if you have a junk drawer, I know a lot of people have those, or just somewhere where you're keeping a bunch of random items. If you have stuff lying around that you don't use, if you look at it and can't literally remember the last time that you used it, you've got to just get rid of it. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people get gifts with the intention of doing something good and making someone else happy, but a lot of people actually 
are kind of actually selfish in the way that they give gifts, in my opinion, because if you're giving someone a gift that they can't use, I mean, obviously gifts like clothing or food are useful, like you can wear them or you can eat them. But if you're giving someone a gift, like a book that you know that they have no interest in reading, um, like a random decoration, who knows, like <laughs> a clay hedgehog, no one wants to use that. No one can use that. And in fact, those gifts just end up stressing out the recipients because they're going to just sit in the recipient's living space and stress them out because the poor recipient will feel guilty for the fact that they can't use the gift or they don't like it. So I think that although you may feel some level of guilt in getting rid of stuff that may be gifts from others, you've just got to do it. I think it's the good kind of selfish that I was talking about in my other podcast episode when you get rid of stuff that's holding you back. And honestly, if you have stuff lying around in your room that you don't need, you know you don't need, you know you'll never use, and that it's just taking up space, get rid of it. It honestly feels so incredible when you actually purge everything in your living space and all of a sudden you have so much room. I feel like when your room is clean and when your living space is clean and not cluttered, your mind feels cleaner and less cluttered as well. I think it just stresses our brains out when we have all this crap lying around because, well, it's just a lot for our brains to process when there's that much around us. But when you can start to downsize and get rid of that stuff, it will really help you not only in mental clarity, but in just feeling more control over your life. Because it's hard to feel in control of things when you have a ton of junk lying around your room, a ton of clothes that you don't wear and never will wear, and I don't know, maybe even an actually dirty room. It's just hard to feel in control of things, and that may actually really be holding you back in terms of happiness. And when you get rid of this stuff, I mean, some stuff obviously you can't goodwill. Like, <laughs> no one wants dirty socks. No one wants, um, I don't know, let me think of something. No one wants garbage decorations. Like, as I said before, if someone gets you, like, a really ugly decoration that is kind of falling apart, just throw it away. Um, a lot of stuff people just don't want to buy. If you think that it's not sellable, um, it's actually pretty awful to send it off to Goodwill because the Goodwill people, you don't want to make them have to take the time to sort through that stuff. and throw it away on their own because that wastes the time of the people at Goodwill and it takes up shelf space in the store if they do end up selling it. So if you have something that you think no one else would really want, just get rid of it. But with a lot of stuff, you can do a lot of good by giving it away. Like you may not like that shirt that your grandparents gave you that's actually kind of hideous in your eyes, but who knows? Maybe a 60-year-old lady at the thrift store would love it, and you'd probably be making their day by giving it away. 
So it's actually a really nice thing to do, not only for yourself, but for the community to give away stuff that you don't need anymore. And the same goes for books. Like if you have old textbooks, books that you used to read as a kid, just give those away because you could make someone's day. Like some child could buy the book that you gave away and it could become their favorite book. Like if it was your favorite book when you were growing up and you give that away, it'll become someone else's favorite book. You don't have to hold on to these things just because you have good memories with them. Keep the memories, get rid of the objects. You don't need to have the objects to keep your memories. You have them in your mind and that's all you need. When you hold on to these objects, it's only going to make you sad. So just let them go and feel yourself getting immediately happier because you will look around your room will be so clear of clutter, and you will just feel so much more in control of your life. Now, we are going to get into the other aspect of spring cleaning, which there are many, but we're going to be talking about habits. I'd say habits are like the second most important thing to spring clean. I'm going to leave the best one for last which is obviously friendships and people in your life. But for right now, we're going to do habits. So habits are a really important thing because a lot of us have habits that we don't even know how they started, but they're actively kind of dragging us down. I used to have this awful habit <laughs> where like, when I'd come home from school, for some reason, I would just automatically start scrolling on Instagram on the car ride home and then I just I don't know I'd just be distracted the rest of the day and just that habit of starting my after school day off with an unproductive activity would always end up spiraling and making the rest of my night unproductive so just think about your habits and think about some things that you may be holding on to that are actually really doing you a big disservice. Sometimes it's not the actual actions that we're doing in a habit that damage us, but it's the long-term impacts of the habit that damage us. Like I said, I'm sure 15 minutes of Instagram wouldn't kill anyone, but for me, it was causing the rest of my night to be unproductive. So it wasn't just the action of scrolling that was harmful, it was the impacts of that action that were harmful. And the fact that it's not the action of a lot of habits that are harmful is why we find it so easy to rationalize these habits. Having a cookie every day at a set time, that's not awful for your health, it certainly won't kill you. But are you more likely to eat unhealthy foods after you've had that cookie because you've set the tone of eating junk food? Yeah, and it probably will add up over time. It's just the little things like that that can really throw you off long term. So whenever you're tempted to engage in one of those habits, I always try to replace it with something better. Because when you don't create a plan for dealing with these habits you'll often revert back to what you were doing before. Like if you just decide, well, I'm not using Instagram today, you'll either pick up a worse habit or you'll just forget and go back to your old habit. So try to always replace a bad habit with something better. Like 
instead of having a cookie every day after school, immediately go to the fridge, um, put some lettuce in a bowl, and serve it up as a salad. It's a pretty cliche example, but it would work nonetheless because it really does matter how you set the tone for certain parts of your day, interactions with others, um, even like spring break, like you've got to start it off on a good note or it'll be unproductive. But I digress. Just kind of think to yourself, I don't know, maybe plan out how your day normally goes. Write down the things that you normally do or just think about it. And think of some things that you do every day that you notice cause you to do other bad things or things that are just kind of dragging down your mental health every day. And habits of talking to people can actually be really awful for you. So I'm about to get into how it's good to let go of certain friendships and how you can know when it's time to let go of those friendships because people can be habits too. And trust me, some people are really awful habits that will wreck your life. So I'm going to go into how we can let these people go in a kind way and not be emotionally immature about it and notice when these people are part of our lives. So friends, I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to this podcast has friends or has had friends in the past. And a lot of times where I see friendships go wrong is when you've had a friend for a really long time or just a friend that you're really emotionally attached to and you start to go in different directions in life. There are a lot of people who have had friends for like 10 years, and just because they've had these friends for so long, they won't let go of them, no matter how badly it is ruining their life. I think it's actually a really sad thing, because, I mean, I've had long-term friends too, and I just, you know, you just have to decide at a certain point that these people are making me sad. They're not adding anything to my life. Yes, I've known them since I was like five or six, but they're making me sadder because you'll know that it's time to let go of someone or let go of a friendship when you can tell that every second that you spend becoming the person that you want to be and going in the direction that you want to go, you're drifting apart from them. When you doing your own thing and doing what makes you happy causes you to lose this person or causes this person to treat you differently, to not be happy for you, or to, I don't know, try to convince you to move in their direction, that's how you know it's time to let go of it. Because friendships are incredibly helpful but they can also be incredibly damaging because when you're letting people into your life and you have these people that are so close to you, their input really means a lot to you. It really does. We often go to our friends for advice. Um, we get their opinion on stuff. And if you don't have a friendship where that person is moving in the same direction as you, you're input that you get from them is often going to be pretty skewed and will probably drag you in the opposite direction of where you want to go. And if you don't realize that and you keep going to this person for advice, you keep talking to this person, 
even just being around someone can drag you in the wrong direction, honestly. If you keep that up, five years down the road, when you've kept holding on to this friendship, you will look at where you are and you will genuinely feel like, oh my god, what have I done? How did I get here? It is really scary how quickly a friendship can turn your life around. So that's why I say if you have a friendship where you genuinely just feel uneasy after spending time with them, like you may feel a little bit happy that you're getting validation and attention from someone, but notice when your soul feels at, I don't know how to say this, when your soul feels uneasy, because that should cue you into the fact that something is not right. And some people may be nice, but just because someone is nice doesn't mean that they're someone you should have as a close friend, if you get what I mean. Like, there are plenty of nice people who are going in a completely different direction from me. I mean, you don't want to be mean to these people, but you don't need to have them be your top priority in life. Sometimes it's best to just let those things go. I would often find myself in the past trying to change friends that I was holding on to because I didn't want to lose these people, and I was moving in a direction of trying to grow myself, and they weren't, and I didn't want to lose them because I'd known them for a really long time, but, you know, it's really hard to change someone if they don't want to change themselves, and you really cannot do that. I talked about this in my 21 Lessons I Learned from 2021 podcast, so if you want more on this, go to that episode, but you really can't change people, and if you have a friend that's going in a completely different direction, it's best to just let go of things. Now, I will say that you can have a friend who's going in a different direction that is still a worthwhile person to be friends with. The issue, the thing you have to look out for with that is if they're going in a different direction, it's influencing you to go against what you want to do. Often, like, for example, people in high school will choose classes with their friends regardless of whether they're interested in that thing. They'll be like, oh, well, my whole friend group's choosing this class. I might as well take it, too. That's the kind of thing that you want to look out for. If these people are actually swaying where you're going in life, you've got to look out for that. For that reason, I prefer to only keep friends in my inner circle that are going in the same direction as me. Because you may feel somewhat fulfilled in the friendships that you have now, but trust me, there's always better stuff out there. And when you let go of friendships that aren't taking you to where you want to be, you will be amazed by the better people that will replace those friends. I have had such an incredible experience over the past few years because I've actually started to let go of some people, and I've just stopped trying to control my friends. I've stopped trying to get them to go where I want to go, and when I let go of them and just accepted they're going in their own direction, I need to keep doing what's important to me, my friend circle has been completely transformed. I mean, honestly, I used to hang out with people who really had nothing in common with me except for the fact that we were all friends. I don't know how we were friends, but, you know, 
friendships just happen for some reason and sometimes you'll have nothing in common with someone but end up being friends with them so regardless I was friends with these people I mean I had a lot of friendships like that over the years but when I got really into self-development I just started to let go of these people and now my friends are of a way better quality I guess I could say in terms of what I find important they really fit where I'm trying to go in life, and they actually make me a better person. I think that's one of the most important elements of a friendship, and the reason that it's so important to do spring cleaning and clean out the old friends, just let go of it, and bring new friends in. Because the new friends that you bring in, every time that you let someone go out of your life, they will be replaced with someone better. But as long as you're holding on to all these friendships that are not making you better, that aren't serving you anymore, you can't get anything better. So you're going to be stuck with subpar friendships for the rest of your life if you don't let go of the ones that you have that you don't like anymore. I actually experienced this friendship cleaning thing pretty recently, and it's something that I'm actively doing right now because I made a lot of friends, I'd say, this year as a sophomore, but although I've had a lot of fun with some of these friends, I just can't help but realize after a certain amount of time that these people still aren't going in the direction where I want to go. Sure, they're way better quality than the people that I used to really be gravitated towards and the people that I used to consider my close friends, but they still weren't where I needed them to be. They still weren't providing me with what I needed out of the friendship. And as I said, even if someone is a nice person, that may not be enough for you. And it is totally okay to feel as if you want more and to just let go of those people. You don't need to be guilt-tripped into holding on to people that aren't really helping you that much. I mean, why waste your time talking to those people when you could just find friends that actually check all your boxes and leave you walking away from every conversation feeling fulfilled? You can't just have a friend that's really great at one aspect of a friendship, like making you laugh, and lack all the other aspects of a good friendship, like being supportive or encouraging you to do better in your everyday life. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, because someone may be absolutely fantastic at making you laugh, but if you walk away from your conversations feeling amused, but really empty inside because you're not getting any support, you've just got to let it go. I mean, honestly, God has way better things in store for you, and he rewards those who let go of stuff that's holding them back, and he always replaces it with better stuff. Those people will be replaced in no time, trust me. I've had experiences where within a few hours I will make the decision to let go of someone. Literally a few hours later, a new person will like DM me on Instagram, or I will meet a new person at school and really hit it off well with them. You'd really be surprised how quickly new people will come into your life. So it's not something that you need to be afraid of when you're getting people out of your life because I promise new ones will come and they will be much better than the ones that you let go of. I really think that it is commendable when people 
let go of friendships that are holding them back. Because think about it. If you're not happy and if you're not really satisfied with that friendship, it doesn't make you feel good, you're probably not going to treat that person very well in the long term. And they might be even feeling the same way as you. So, I mean, honestly, if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for them. Because I think that those people that you don't want to let go of, they probably deserve better too. They probably deserve friends that are going in the same direction as them and really love the way that they live their life. So you may not be that person, but someone else will be that person. So you don't need to feel bad about letting those people go. When you can really clean out the people from your life that aren't helping you anymore, the people that are dragging you down, the people that are making you sad nonstop, that's when you'll really become a lot happier because you won't have all that weighing you down anymore and you can just feel fulfilled with the new friendships that you get because the new friendships that will come into your life will check more of your boxes. And this is a process that you can repeat as many times as you need to. You won't just have to do this once and then attract the best friends of your life. It's unfortunately something that you're going to have to do countless times in your life, but it will get easier the more and more you do it and the more and more you realize that it's time to cut people off and move on. When you get really good at this, it won't be so painful to let people go anymore because you'll know that there's better people in store for you, and as soon as you let those people go, they can be replaced with better people. Another reason you don't need to feel guilty about letting people go and spring cleaning in terms of your friendships is that people grow. And if you connect really well and you share all the same interests as someone that you were friends with 10 years ago, either that means that you're growing together or you've not grown at all over the past 10 years. Because naturally, when you grow and when you mature, some things in your life just won't appeal to you anymore. They really won't. Some people won't appeal to you anymore because sometimes you'll just exceed your friends in some certain things. Like you won't feel like you want to gossip anymore. You won't want to waste time anymore. And maybe your friends still gossip and like to waste time. You know, sometimes you just grow out of that and that is perfectly fine. It's actually a really good sign if you're growing out of some friendships. That means that you're at least growing, and it's not something that you need to feel sad about, because I would say that that's something that indicates you're going in the right direction. It indicates that you're moving on from things that weren't bringing you closer to what you want to do in life, and you're moving closer to things that will bring you close to what you want to do in life. It means that you're moving to where you want to go, and it means that you're where you're supposed to be. Because if you really honestly feel in your soul that a friendship is not right for you anymore, you've grown, and that's a good thing. And the sooner that you move on and realize the fact that you've just grown out of it and let that person go, the sooner you can grow into new friendships. And guys... I've seriously been doing some spring cleaning in the past month, and I feel on top of my game. It feels so good. I just feel myself shedding the old person that I used to be. And quite literally, when I let go of some friendships, my life 
automatically changed for the better. It honestly shocked me how some people that I was constantly talking to every day were seriously holding me down because once you let go of those people, your life will automatically become better and you will realize just how much those people were holding you down. I have never felt happier than I do right now because I've had so much fun with spring cleaning. I have not been afraid to let people go. I have let habits go that I don't like anymore. And I have put myself in new positions that I haven't been in before because I've let go of old things that I used to do, the old person I used to be, and old friends that I used to have. My life actually feels like it's actively progressing in the direction that I want it to go in because I've been so good at spring cleaning. It feels so incredible. I feel fulfilled and happy with my life every day. And I honestly couldn't feel any better right now because I just feel like I'm leveling up so quickly as a result of letting stuff go. So honestly, you will probably get the same results when you do what I'm advising in this episode. And you will be shocked at how much you level up. It's honestly something that you cannot miss out on. Now, the way I go about letting go of friendships has been pretty flawed in the past, believe it or not. I used to just completely cut people off, no warning whatsoever, because I wanted to feel in control of everything, and I wanted to not have to feel the pain of slowly drifting away from someone. But that is just not a very ethical way to do it, and you will often burn bridges, and you do not want to burn bridges, because you never know when that person could come back in your life, and you might actually need them for some reason. So it's important that when you let friendships go, well, first of all, you want to communicate. Before you make the decision that you're going to let someone go, at least try to communicate with them. At least tell them, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I feel that when you do X, it makes me feel Y, and that makes me sad because I feel like we're not going in the same direction or whatever it may be. And after you do that, you will either get one of three responses. One response could be, okay, I don't care. The other response will be more along the lines of indifference. And the other response will be, oh, wow, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. I don't want to lose you as a friend. And I do want to keep growing with you. And I will do what I need to do to keep this friendship. If you get the third response, don't cut them off because that means that there's someone with potential that actually care about you and don't want to lose you. But if you get indifference or like a straight up rude answer to you spilling your heart out and telling them how you feel and how you're hurt, just let them go, honestly. And don't do it by sending a really long rude paragraph or blocking them. Just let it fade, honestly. Just let it naturally fade because it will be less painful for them that way. And I think that you do need to be conscientious of how your actions are impacting other people. It may feel best for you to just completely cut them off because it's easier for your brain to process like, okay, well, this person just isn't in my life anymore. I don't need to think about them. But it's really painful for the other person to process. It really is. I've been on the receiving end of being cut off, and I have cut off other people before. 
um, and every time a lot of damage was always done. So it may feel painful to let these people go, but while you're letting them go, bring new stuff into your life because you don't know how long it'll take for a new person to come into your life. Um, a new person will always come into your life, but while you're just in that phase of transitioning to better things, fill your life up with new hobbies, really get into the hobbies that you already have, focus on yourself, focus on school, focus on your sports, focus on, I don't know, maybe future career goals you may have, and then it won't feel as painful to lose that person. The final thing that I'm going to talk about before I wrap up this episode, because it's already 34 minutes long, and I really don't know how that happened because my episodes are normally shorter, but I guess I just have a lot of wisdom to spout this week because, personally, I have been going through some spring cleaning and my friendships, and just in my room and my living space, I've really been just leveling up in life recently, and it's almost insane because... The other day, I was just sitting in the cafeteria in the morning, and I just thought to myself, my God, I am really a completely different person than who I was a few months ago, and in a good way. Like, you will just get these realizations of how much you've changed, and you'll feel really good when you do get those feelings, because it just makes you feel proud knowing that you've grown so much, and that you're now someone that you're really proud of becoming. I think it's honestly impossible to be happy in life if you're not proud of the person that you're becoming and the person that you currently are. And when you spring clean and when you let go of everything that was attached to your old identity, maybe someone that you're not proud of being, someone that you don't want to be anymore, when you let that go, you also let your old identity go and you can become a new and different person. So now I'm going to talk about old worries or sorrows or regrets that you may have. Those are another thing that will weigh you down. A lot of us have a lot of bottled up trauma and pain. If you ask anyone, they will probably tell you that they are still holding on to stuff from years ago. Because sometimes people, or just life in general, can really hurt you in ways that you don't anticipate. And some things can just really honestly, I don't know, some simple events can really wreck your ego for a long time. I know for a fact that breakups are definitely one of those things I've met some people who really just can't seem to let go of a breakup, and I can see how it really negatively impacts them. When you hold on to those things, you really are doing yourself a disservice, because no matter how that person hurt you, no matter how badly they did you dirty, no matter what your past looks like, no matter if people were mean to you or you just never felt validated or loved growing up, what good does holding that on do for you? Like, really, you deserve so much better than that. Why would you be like some spiteful and sad person holding on to all this regret when you could literally just let it go, be a better person, and be happier? It actually makes me mad (laughs) when people hold on to stuff for that long because if you just let go of that stuff you can become 
a better person almost instantly because you won't have to emotionally torture yourself by bringing up these bad memories and pains and awful things that other people did to you. I mean, how can you really feel good about yourself if you're carrying around all these negative memories and thoughts and ego bruises? You really can't. So when you just let go of that and any resentment that you may have for other people, you will seriously feel so much happier. It takes a lot more energy to feel resentment for someone and to feel mad about events and constantly think about how someone did you wrong and how you're so upset about them than it does to just let it go. And quite honestly, as long as you're holding on to these regrets, worries, and resentments, well, they have complete control over you. And I don't know about you, but I tend to be a little petty sometimes, and that actually makes me mad to think about. Like, I don't want these people to have control over me. I don't want him to have control over me, so I'm just going to let it go. Because that's how you can really win in a situation where someone does you dirty, or what, or where you feel hurt by someone, or where life just does you wrong. Because sometimes it's not even just people. Sometimes events can really wreck you. But regardless, when you let that go, you come out as the winner in every situation. Having the power to let go of things is such an underrated skill because a lot of people, almost every person I know, has something that they're holding on to that they haven't let go of yet. And honestly, it's rare to meet someone who doesn't have a ton of emotional baggage that they're carrying around. And look, you may be attached to your emotional baggage. You may think that it's part of who you are. Do you really want that to be a part of who you are? Like, do you really want to be known only for the bad stuff that's happened to you or the ways that you were hurt when you were a little kid? I don't think so. If I ever got to a point where my problems were the most notable part of who I am, I would feel pretty embarrassed because you're a lot more than your problems. And if you only beat the victim drum for the rest of your life and keep holding on to how you've been hurt and how the world sucks and everyone is mean to you, well, that means that you're not doing anything productive. Because if you're so busy focusing on all these regrets and how people have hurt you, that means that you're not focusing on helping others, building new relationships, or improving yourself. You can't focus on both at the same time. And trying to focus on both at the same time will leave you feeling constantly agitated because you'll make little improvements in your life and then you'll start thinking about all your pains, sorrows, and worries and then you'll probably spiral mentally and you just won't feel good about your achievements anymore. So it's just really best to let go of that stuff. How do you let go of it? Normally I journal or I do EFT tapping, which is actually a really cool thing that I just discovered in the past year. It's kind of like hypnosis in a way. It's like you just tap different parts of your body while repeating affirmations, and it actually works wonders in terms of getting you to change your mind about something or let go of something. I would definitely recommend it if you feel like you've tried everything to let go of a situation and you still can't at least try EFT tapping. 
journaling definitely is really awesome if you just want to get your thoughts out on paper and have them stop sitting around in your mind. It feels really good to let go of that because sometimes your mind will just hold on to those thoughts because it's like, well, I don't want to forget about these thoughts. So you just have them constantly bouncing around in the caverns of your mind. But you just want to remove those thoughts, write them down, get them out of there. Another thing that can help is just talking to someone about it. Talk to a friend, talk to a family member, tell them all that you're feeling, how much you've been hurt, and how sad you are about it. And if they're a good friend, they'll probably give you validation. As I said, it is very important to spring clean your friends. If you don't, then when you get to this step of the process of letting go of stuff, you may tell your friend how you've been hurt by someone and you'll get a response back that's like, well, I don't care. That's why you want to clean your friends out, metaphorically, of course. Because if not, when you do go to share stuff with your friends, they probably won't be that supportive. And honestly, that makes me feel worse than if I had just left it ruminating in my mind. You really want to have friends that genuinely care about how you feel and will support you and help you get through stuff like that. So those are the three things I recommend doing if you want to let go of something. It really will feel good when you let go of all your emotional baggage because it really does weigh you down. I mean, as long as you have those thoughts in your mind, it's hard to get better thoughts and it's hard to improve your happiness because if you're constantly reminding yourself of negativity, well, you will get more negativity in your life. So be really, I guess you could say, dedicated to getting rid of the emotional baggage that you may have. When something happens that really upsets you, that really irks you, that really hurts you, immediately try to get rid of it. Don't hold on to it for too long. Let yourself feel it. Feel the anger or the sadness that you may have to feel. Then let it go. Just let it go. Journal, EFT, tap. Get rid of it. Don't hold on to it. And that's how you can really improve your happiness because you'll no longer have to deal with all these people's issues, everything that's happened to you, everything that you regret. It'll be gone and you can be happy. So as you move forward this week, try to spring clean everything. Like, have fun with it. Don't be afraid to let go of some stuff that you feel really attached to but you know isn't good for you or you don't want anymore. Just let go of it because you will honestly feel so incredible when you let go of things that are holding you back and things that are keeping you someone that you don't want to be. Because, as I said, negative thoughts, negative friendships, junk in your house, all of that will keep you tied to the person that you are currently. And if you're not happy with who you are currently and want to take your life to the next level and become a different person, you have to let go of everything that's tied to your current identity. Because you cannot keep trying the same thing, you cannot stay the same person and expect different results in your life or expect yourself to become more happy. You have to let go and you have to do things differently if you want to be happy. And that's why I really love spring cleaning. I'm no longer afraid of letting go of people and I just get all my negative thoughts out when they come to me because 
it's honestly helped me so much in terms of growing as a person and just feeling happy in general because it's hard to feel happy when you just keep doing the same thing every day. You actually just get bored of your life, even if you're comfortable and even if you're not constantly agitated by the way that your life is, you will get bored and you will feel a little bit empty inside. And when you're constantly moving forward and you're constantly cleaning out the dingy aspects of your life, that's when you can feel really fulfilled and happy. So I wish you luck with this. And if you have any episode recommendations, I know I got a mental health request and a time management request. Um, I might do those episodes soon, but if you do have any requests, DM me on Instagram at Personal Growth Project Official or on my personal Instagram account where you can find, you know, just details of my everyday life and I post some interesting stuff about what's going on. Um, you can DM me there at Abigail Lang. So I really hope that this helped you and I'll see you in the next episode.